This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In this anointed six-day series, All Things Are Possible with God, Pastor Ray makes it difficult to argue the fact that we serve a God of such power that nothing is beyond His abilities and will. In his retelling of some of the most powerful miracles recorded, Pastor teaches us Bible truths that can change the very direction of our destiny when we simply do as much as we can and let the ever-powerful God of the impossible do the rest. Because we know that God wants only the best for His children, Pastor encourages all to remember that the Father will always be at our side, bless and multiply whatever we need to use, and do for us whatever we can't do for ourselves. Pastor encourages listening to all six broadcasts, but here's today's unique message on God doing the impossible in your life. So let's go over to 2 Kings chapter 4, and um, let's, let's start at verse 1. And uh, it says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Wow. Well, you see, in that day, it's not like this day. You don't pay your bills. They'll just harass you by, on telephone and, and call you and, you know, you know, irritate you and send you email and knock on your door and do all these kinds of things. But in those days, if you owed money, the creditors came and they took your kids and they enslaved your children. Now, how many parents do I have here this morning? Let me see. Raise your hands. All right. Now, how would you feel about it if they came and, and you know, you owed money and they came and took your kids? How would you feel about that? Somebody said, I heard somebody say, take them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pastor, you don't know what they've been, you don't know how, how unruly they've been. Take them. <laughs> Maybe they can do something. <laughs> but the, the truth of the matter is that you wouldn't, I mean, you, you, you would be, you'd be, you'd consider yourself being in a really, really bad place. I mean, this is like a hopeless situation. This is an impossible situation. Now, I'll just, I'll just read, this is Pastor Ray's version of this, you know. So, so the, 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 the widow comes to Elisha and says, you got to help me. The, the husband died. And, and, you know, he ran up so much debt on credit cards because he was so stinking irresponsible with money. And the bum ran up a whole lot of debt. I'm just kidding. Now, now listen, I, I, we're having some fun here. Please, Pastor Ray's just giving you the modern, modern Pastor Ray version. And, and he was so irresponsible, and he bought things that he couldn't afford, and he, he, just, he just, you know, ran up the debt so much so that, and then, and then the bum died on me. And he didn't leave me an insurance policy. He didn't have a retirement policy because all the money he put in, he sucked out to pay the bills. We were living high. 
But we didn't own anything. The bank owned it. Wow. And now he's gone. And now I'm left here with all of this debt. I'm just trying to get a point across. You know, I'm giving you a little side journey here, but I want you to get the drift here. And, and now, I'm, now I'm, I'm stuck here with all of this debt. He died and all he did was leave me debt. And now the creditors are ticked because they want their money. And they're coming and the only thing I have is my two sons. And they're going to take my sons and enslave them and make them work off the debt that my husband ran up. Wow, that sounds like a lot of modern day families, as even I'm saying it. That people have to, the kids and the wife have to work to pay off the debt that you, that you made. Don't leave your family in that mess. Don't leave your family in that situation. This is a different message for a different time, but I'm going to give it right now. <laughs> Don't leave your family in that condition. This was not good. This was bad. This woman is in a desperate, impossible situation. Now notice who she went to when she was in her impossible situation. She went to her man of God. This teaches me something. You need a man of God. A man of God is the one who's going to help you in a time, give you wisdom. That's why you need to be in church and hear the word that's being preached by your man of God, you see. I use this example that, you know, every winning sports team, athletic team, you know, can point their success to a coach that coached them behind or coached them through to that success. Every, you see, see every, every Christian needs to have a home church with a pastor who acts like a coach to the, to, to the people, coaching them, helping them. So she went to her, her man of God. She went to Elisha and said, you got to help me here because I don't know what to do. I, 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 I'm, I'm done. I'm done. They're coming to take my kids. How many of you agree with me? She's in an impossible situation. Thank God. Let me tell you what. God loves impossible situations. I found this out in my life when I was faced with things that seemed impossible. And God, you know, God just speak to my heart in those times and say, with man, this is impossible, son. But with God, all things are possible. If you'll just believe me, trust me more than you trust the circumstances or what the circumstances are saying, if you'll trust me more than you trust the balance in that checkbook, if you'll, if you'll, you'll trust me more than the, the people that are, the, the, the few people that are sitting in the seats, if you'll trust me, all things can become possible with me and through me. Using your faith, releasing your faith, all things become possible. This woman is in an impossible situation. And uh, so she goes to her man of God. That's why you need to have a man of God in your life. That's why you need to have a pastor in a church where you go and you get encouraged because that's your connection. That's, that's going to help you. You're going to get the word. You're going to get the wisdom. She's going to him for wisdom because she doesn't know what to do. You see? And one of, one of, the, one of the things that I, I want to plug in here, sometimes what happens is people, uh, people don't go to church regularly. Now, now, I'm not trying to put a heavy on anybody. I'm trying to help you. Don't, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. But you see what happens is people don't... People don't go to church regularly. And then when trouble hits, man, they're front and center. And they want the pastor's attention and the pastor's time. And you know what I find is that most of the time, what I have to give that person personally is what I've given the congregation over the last six months in different sermons and topics that we've covered and different things that we've ministered. Now, now so, so you see, that's why if, you, if you're, if you're going to do the impossible in your life, if, if you're going to rise to the challenge in your life, if you're going to bust through mediocrity, if you're going to come to a greater place in life, 
If you're going to, if you're going to, if you, if, if, if you, if you want to see yourself doing that which right now seems tough and difficult and virtually impossible, then you're going to have to belong to a church and have a man of God who's speaking life to you every week so that you can have the tools and the encouragement and the anointing that's necessary for that breakthrough in your life. A lot of times people are living in mediocrity and living in that place. They're not doing the impossible. All the while it's, it's, it's presented to them, it's promised to them, but they're not doing it because even though they know it, because they just don't have anybody speaking, speaking faith and courage and encouragement into their life. That's what, that's what I seek to do every time I stand here is God, give me something to encourage the people on because I know that for some, their breakthrough is only a few steps away. It's only a few days away. You know, that, that's, that seemingly impossible situation is going to turn around right now. I can, I can see it. God, I don't want a one to miss the destiny and the purpose and the blessings that you have for them. I don't want a one to miss what you want to do in their life. I don't want a one to not have the benefits and the blessings of the promises from your word. So, so this widow, she goes to the man of God and she's pulling on the man of God now. Help me. Tell me what to do. Give me some guidance. Give me some, some information. Help me. And notice what the, what, the prophet, what the prophet says in verse 2. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me. And then the next thing he says to, to the woman is, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house. This thought connects to what Jesus told the disciples out there in that field, wherever they were, when they were trying to feed the, the thousands of people. He says, what do you have? Go find out. Go get me something. You see, because the truth of the matter is that even when we feel we have nothing, there is still something that we have that God can work with. There is still something that we have that God can work with in our life. So he says, Go, go find out. Tell me what you have. Go, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? Stop looking at the credit, the debt, and what you don't have. Tell me what you do have in your house because what you have is the ticket or the key to bringing the increase back into your life. It's, it's the answer to your problem, what you have. What do you have in your house? What is it that you possess right now? Stop looking at what you don't have. Look at what you do have because what you do have has the power and the potential to cause increase in your life. So, so the prophet says to her, what do you have in the house? What do you have? Stop freaking out. What do you have in the house? I know the creditors are coming to take your kids. And you don't want them to go. But don't flip out because what seems to be impossible, you, you show me something. You give me something. You show me what you have and I will show you how God will work it and make it into something that will meet your need. She says, I have nothing in the house but, but a jar of oil. 
Whoa, and the man of God lit up on the inside. I'm giving you Pastor Ray's very say, oh man, come on, now you're talking to me. We've got something. It may be a little, but we got something to go on. It may not meet the need, but we've got something in the house. We've got something. See, see, God was just trying, the prophet through, 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 through the hand of God is trying to get the woman to see that you don't have nothing. You've got something. It may not meet the need and it may just be a little, but you got something. And if you'll take that something and do something with your something, God's going to do something with his something. Wow. Your maidservant has nothing but a little jar of oil. Prophet lights up and says, great, man, we got something now. And I'm sure the woman's like thinking, this guy's crazy. What am I going to do with this? And that's how some of you look at it. Well, where am I going to go from here? Where, what am I going to do with this? Where? Doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter how high you've been and how low you are. You start where you are. You use what you have. You do what you can. God's going to be with you where you start. He's going to bless what you use. And he's going to do what you can't do. That's how God works. <laughs> so... So your maidservant has nothing but a jar of oil. And the prophet says, great. Now this is what you do. You see, she went to the man of God for wisdom and the man of God gave her wisdom. Now, now listen, the man of God could have given her the wisdom that, that we're going to read about right now and she could have done nothing about it. And you wonder why some people don't get out of the jams and get out of the holes and get out of the troubles that they have in their life because the man of God is giving you the wisdom from God's word. He keeps speaking, sort of like it did before when I was talking about how many of you have taken my word that I taught you about opening up accounts for your kids and, and teaching them the principles of, of, of saving and investing. And you heard the word, but you did nothing about it. You did not act on the word. And when you don't act on the word, the word falls dead. And you will perpetuate the cycle of poverty and want and lack and insufficiency because you did not heed the word that came from the Lord through your man of God. That's why I asked before, how many of you have done what I've said? I've told you, teach, sit them down at a computer, open up an account, teach them. You said, well, they don't have any money. They have something. Find something. Go get the piggy bank. There's something. <laughs> I mean, my little, my little great nephews amazed me. You know, you'd ask them, well, they have kids, they don't have any money. One of them was walking around with 300 bucks in his pocket because he was shoveling driveways or doing something. They got something, man. They get birthday money, they get Christmas money. See, and the reason why you don't do it, is you don't do it, you don't teach them because you don't do it yourself. Because you're not taking the word and acting on the word. So this woman, would her kids would have been carted away her debtors would have taken her, her kids away and she would have been left brokenhearted, lonely, and depressed if she didn't listen to the word that the man of God gave her. Let me tell you what. The way to, through the impossible to the possible, there is a connection to your man of God and the word that he preaches. I'm not preaching this for my good health. I don't stand up here every Sunday and give the word out just because it's something to do. I don't do this because, you know, you know, I just, you know, scratches an itching or something. You know, I'm trying to be somebody. I don't do it for that reason. I do it because I know that these are life-changing principles and God's people need help. And I purpose to give you the information, but until you do something with the information, it's going to lie dormant. 
and it's going to fall dead. So the man of God heard the problem, and the man of God encouraged her, challenged her, go get me something. Go get me something. Get me that little oil that you've got. Now here's the wisdom. Go borrow vessels, and many of them. Go get as many as you can from everywhere you can find them. Go get them now. Do it now. Let me tell you what, there are sometimes things that have got to be done now. Because now is the time for the miracle. Now is the time. Go get and borrow many, not just a few, but as many as you can get. So she gathers her sons and they go knocking on doors and they're, they're, they're hey, here's Pastor Razor, they're hunting through the, through the recycling bins and they're looking for every kind of vessel that they can find. And they come back and they load up the house with the vessel and I'm sure this woman is thinking, this man is crazy. What, has he lost his mind? The man of God says, now this is what you do, gather those vessels and you start pouring from that little bit of oil that you have into those vessels. And I'm sure the woman is thinking, this is, an, this is impossible. This little oil is going to fill this room full of vessels. This man has lost his mind. And I'm sure some of you thought that your pastor has lost his mind when, when he's tried to encourage you in, in certain things and teaching the word in a way to encourage you. This, this, is, this is impossible. How is this little bit of oil going to fill up all these vessels that are before me? But the, but the woman was so desperate you wonder sometimes why we get in desperate situations. Maybe sometimes God lets us get into desperate situations because it's the only thing that's going to cause us to rise up and act. Rise up and act. It doesn't have to be that way. But sometimes we're forced into action because our inaction is keeping us poor, broke, depressed, insufficient, and so on and so forth. Keeping us stuck in the impossible Mentality, impossible, impossible, impossible. So sometimes, so, so God's got to get us to that place. So she, he puts all, he says, now you take from that little jar and you start pouring. And I'm sure she squawking and say, how is this little bit going to fill all these jars? The man has lost his mind. But she in obedience just began to do what the man of God told her to do. Impossible situation, looking like an impossible Scenario here. This little jar of oil is going to fill all these vessels. She stands there and she starts pouring the oil just by the word of the man of God, which was the word from God. Just like, let's relate the story, just like the disciples out in that field with Jesus obeyed the word of Jesus when he just put a couple of little morsels of bread, crumbs of bread and morsels of fish in their hand and said, go feed those groups of fifties and hundreds now. And they walked in faith on the word of God. So, so this woman went on the word that came from the prophet who was representing God. She went on the word of God. That's why I, I, you know, every, every pastor you know, who's really worth his salt and is representing God is going to give you the word of God and try to encourage you to act on the word of God. So she takes this little vessel of oil and all these vessels, and she's looking around and saying, this man's lost his mind, but I have nothing else to do. I might as well try it. And she starts to pour the oil and she pours the oil into her amazement. That which was in her vessel stays exactly the same that it was. But the vessel that she just poured into is full. So she gets another vessel and she does the same thing. And miraculously, the vessel fills up, but the vessel 
from which she's pouring is still at the same level. Whoa. And she continues to pour and she continues to pour and the oil supernatural. See, see, let me tell you what. When you, when you, listen, when you bring God the little you have and you honor God with it, let me tell you what, the, the miracles, the blessings are going to start to flow and they kept on flowing. They kept on flowing. They kept on, and, and the woman is not paying any attention. She's just filling these vessels and she said, boys, go get me some more vessels. Bring those vessels. Go get me. And she's not even paying attention. They come down to the last vessel and she says, go get me some more vessels. And the boys look at her and say, that's all we have. There are no more vessels. And the oil ceased. You know what that teaches me? That as long as we keep our expectation up, God's supernatural blessing is going to flow into our lives. That, that last empty vessel signified the end of their expectation. Because if they were expecting more, they would have had more vessels. They would have had more vessels ready. They would have, as she's pour, when the minute they saw that oil flowing and those vessels filling, they would have ran out and found some more. Said, oh man, there's a miracle happening. We're going to get every stinking drop. Because the, the, the amount that was in her jar stayed the same, but those vessels were supernaturally being filled. Amen. And the wisdom was, the man of God comes in and she says, that's it. We filled up all the vessels. He says, go ahead now. Go sell those vessels. Go pay your creditors and you and your sons live on the rest, which means that there must have been a mega load of income that came from those vessels because she lived, she lived. She didn't just go buy a meal. She lived on that with her boys and the debt was paid. Supernatural debt reversal. And it wasn't God throwing money out of heaven. It was by, by the woman doing Something with what she had. The impossible becomes possible when you do the possible. When you do what you can do, God's going to do what he does. So, so let, let's finish up right here. She started where she was. She used what she had and she did what she could do. God met her where she started, blessed what she used, and did what she couldn't do. Man can't increase oil. God can. Come on, somebody give the Lord a hand clap, a shout, and an amen. And she lived on the rest. Praise God. The impossible is possible for you. The impossible is possible for you. You've got to take what you have and start doing something with it. Work it. Work it. Work it. Work your gift. Work your gift. Work your gift. Don't be stuck. Now, next week, we'll look at Elijah and the widow woman with the, uh, just a little bit of flour and oil. Powerful story. That's more involved because there are more verses, but there's, every verse is filled with teaching and encouragement. So next week, I believe that's where we're going. You never know with me. We might change course, but next week, that's where I think we're going. So we're going we're gonna to go through that and talk about that and bring this all to a conclusion. But praise the Lord. Did you get something out of that this morning? Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.